0: Welcome to the Thriving Academics Podcast. I'm Olya Talman, a professor and certified coach, and I share insights on how to create your best work and live your best life. If you want to go from surviving to thriving without sacrificing what's important to you, then listen on to find out how. Hello, my friends. Today, I'd like to share some insights on how to generate motivation at any time you want so that you can get your things done with joy and excitement. Are you sitting on a writing project or want to do some teaching prep, or maybe do some grading and feel like pulling teeth to get even the smallest tasks done? Or maybe you're avoiding doing these tasks because you're waiting for the inspiration or motivation to strike. If you can't seem to get motivated to do what you want to do, or if you're tired of waiting for motivation because time is ticking and deadlines are approaching, maybe students are waiting for your grade assignments, exams need to be written, and if you want to stop blaming yourself for not being motivated, then this episode might be for you. I will open the mystery box of motivation So you know exactly where it comes from and how to summon it on demand. So I was recently workshopping motivation with a professor who could not bring herself to do her grading for her class. So she knew that providing timely feedback was very important to her students and it was very important to her. But for some reason, she was just unmotivated and simply could not bring herself to do anything. Instead, she would be doing all kinds of things just to avoid the grading. Maybe you can relate to this situation either with grading, writing exams and assignments, or maybe even with your writing project. This can be problematic because time just goes by and your stuff doesn't get done. And then you wonder if something is wrong with you. Maybe you're lazy, uh, not good enough, or just don't have what it takes. You seem to get things done only when whipped by deadlines. So the cycle of demotivation goes something like this. You take action very infrequently, maybe once a month or a semester when something is really due. You suffer when you don't feel motivated and you blame yourself when there is very little or no motivation. So in this cycle, things don't get done, And you get even less motivated and you basically suffer more. And you wish and hope that the rays of motivation would shine on you and reach you more as they seem to shine more on other people. So then you feel helpless and powerless as motivation eludes you more and more. Your intuition about motivation and wanting to feel motivation is right on. Motivation is a very powerful feeling that can fuel your work beautifully. Because our emotions drive all our actions and inactions, having the right fuel is very important. For example, when you feel dread about your work, it is just not as easy to get the grading done as if you feel motivated. When you feel sufficient, it's harder to produce inspired work. So motivation is an emotion. You probably desire to have motivation because it has fueled you in the past into action that produced good results. Not knowing how to generate motivation on demand can be very challenging. It often seems like motivation comes in randomly And it seems very fleeting. Maybe you felt motivated after certain inspiring talks or even watching some movies. But motivation would be very difficult to sustain over time. It would seem to kind of run its course and weaken and just go away until next time it comes on randomly. So then you try to summon it by doing whatever you can. Maybe doing some self-care, taking a bath, going for a walk, calling a friend. What do you do to try to summon motivation? So let me share with you exactly where motivation comes from. First of all, it doesn't come from a random cloud of motivation. It just doesn't exist. You generate it. Yes, you generate motivation with your brain. You generate it with your thoughts. So let me give you an example. Our feelings and motivations are created with our thoughts. We may not be conscious of all our thoughts, but the underlying thought process generates our emotions. So not all people react to the same scenario in the same way at all times. Let's take grading, for example. Why is it that sometimes you feel dread and sometimes it comes to you easier? Some people love grading. Some people dread it. Maybe sometimes you love it and sometimes you dread it. Why is that? Well, it is not the grading itself per se that has some in- inherent properties to generate certain feelings in people, but rather it is you who is generating certain emotions as you think about grading. The feeling of dread comes from thinking something along the lines of This is tedious work. It's going to be a lot of work. Grading doesn't make a difference. Student won't even look at it. The feeling of dread does not come from thinking, I love giving my students timely feedback so they could improve and learn. I can't wait to see the work that they've put in into this assignment. So it's not the grading that can cause dread or excitement. It's how you're thinking about grading your thoughts so why is it so important to know this mechanism because if feelings are what fuels that to get us doing something or not doing something and we can see that motivation is a very important fuel then our emotions can determine what we do and what we don't do how we do things and how we don't do things So our actions then accumulate into some kind of results. So if you are in unmotivated cycle, then you don't take the actions, you need to get the work done. And this delay and suffering in the entirety duration can add up to accumulate to anxious existence with sporadic work sprints and the feeling of being out of control. On the other hand, if you are in the motivated cycle, then you are producing the work you want on time, feeling inspired and enjoying your work. Your experience is very different and you feel much more empowered and in control. So this is where the magic is. If our thoughts create our feelings, then we can create a feeling by picking our thoughts. We get to choose our thoughts on purpose. Our thoughts are all optional. It's a version of changing our perspective. So when you change your perspective, how you feel also changes. When we change your perspective, we're effectively changing our thoughts about the situation. So we can pick thoughts that actually serve us. So do you know what thoughts motivate you and what thoughts demotivate you? Do you know what you're thinking when you feel resistance toward your work? What is it that you're thinking when you feel uninspired and you are dreading the tasks ahead of you? I would encourage you to really find those sentences. So how do you do that? Here's the way to uncover the thoughts, let's say that motivate you. Okay. So this is the step to generate motivation on purpose, on demand. So there are two steps. First step, find out how feeling of motivation feels like in your body. So the emotion and feeling of motivation, how does that feel in your body? The way to do that is to recall the last time you felt motivation in your body. What was that like? What physical sensations did you experience? Was your chest more open? Were you taking deep breaths? What about your eyes and eyelids more open, alert? How does motivation feel in your body? It's not going to be the same for everybody. So it's important for you to figure out what it feels like in your body. Really recall and lean in into the feeling of motivation. Get familiar with it. Get used to it because you will be able to summon it on demand. The second step is when you are feeling the emotion of motivation in your body, what is it that you were thinking about the task ahead of you the last time you felt motivated? Some of the examples of the sentences and the thoughts that could be motivating would be something like this. This is exciting. I can't wait to find out the answer. I'm very curious to know. I know this is going to work. I can't wait to see the final product. I can't wait to share my final product. This is going to be great. I will learn so much. What are the thoughts you were thinking when you felt motivation the last time? what are the thoughts that go together with motivation for you? So these are the two steps. One is really getting to know how motivation feels like in your body. And just the experience of recalling the last time you were motivated can be evidence that motivation can be summoned on demand. Now, the actual trigger that will summon this feeling of motivation in your body is going to be the thought so it's going to be important for you to figure out what the thought is so that's your second step and i will say that these thoughts can change over time so sometimes it's almost like some thoughts are like some like clothes so you put them on and well, you know during a certain season it seems to be like a good fit to the weather and you feel great but sometimes seasons change um and the same thoughts that used to generate motivation for you now they don't generate motivation as much so then you start shifting and finding another set a wardrobe of thoughts that fit better given the season the level of motivation and everything that's going on in your life so that you can be very proactive and dynamic with choosing the thoughts, being on top of choosing the thoughts that really motivate you. So once you know that motivation is available to you right now and you can access it with your thoughts, you now have the most powerful secret to productivity. And this secret to productivity is going to result in productivity, not only in terms of things done and produced, but in terms of inspired work and sustainable productivity. I had someone ask me if we are deluding ourselves or tricking ourselves to change our thoughts and generate emotions. And my answer is, sure, we're deluding ourselves either way. The default position is also delusion. So the default of hoping for motivation, Trying to summon it uh, and thinking it's random and operating from unmotivated state is also a delusion. So when we are in the default mode of negative self-talk and demotivation, I would call that negative delusion. And when we are able to summon motivation with our thoughts and generate emotions on demand and intentionally, we, you know, let's call it a positive delusion, and of course we have suspicions about being positive, and we think that just because something is negative, we think it's could be more re, quote unquote real or realistic. Um, but just because it's default and just because it's negative does not make it any more real than positive delusion. All of it is delusion. If you really got to ask yourself if both are delusions, the state of motivation and demotivation, you get to decide which one you want to choose. And of course, you can choose whichever state you want to, you can choose to be motivated and be in this positive state of mind, or you can be in demotivation state or on a default state where you are in a more negative state of mind. There is no really absolute right or wrong thing for human experience, like you can be in in experiencing joy most of the time, or you can be in being more pessimistic most of the time. There's only the right or wrong way for you. Most academics I talk to really want to fuel their work with the emotional fuel that started it all curiosity, sense of wonder, adventure, fun, and joy. So if feeling dread does not create any of this for you, then maybe it's not serving you. At the very least, choose the type of delusion on purpose. And if you want to create your best work while living your best life, you can create that for yourself on purpose. So I think the key here is to really recognize that you have this option to create the experience that you want, whether it is the state of motivation, whether it is fueled by joy and fun and adventure, or if you want to be quote unquote more realistic and tamper down on the levels of joy that you experience, that is also available to you. But the main thing is that you're choosing that on purpose with the, with the ultimate result in mind. What is it that you want to create in terms of your productivity? What do you want to create in terms of your human experience in your life? So remember that motivation does not descend upon us from the ether. We cannot necessarily lose motivation we actually create it with our thoughts. The only moment that we lose motivation is when we're not thinking our thoughts on purpose and we are letting default negative thoughts enter into our minds. Motivation is self-perpetuating. Motivation spurs action, and then action in turn can help strengthen motivation. Sometimes also it's important to know that action can really provide better evidence of creating motivation. And sometimes what, what this means is when you're facing a task that you are dreading, sometimes it's best to just get started and then starting to practice the thoughts that create motivation because that initial step could be really important. And you need to remember that you have the option to change how you think and feel at any time. Practice generating motivation on demand by finding the thoughts that generate motivation for you. Okay, so remember that You can be motivated. You can work from the fuel, emotional fuel of curiosity, adventure, fun, and joy. That is all available to you because our emotions are generated through our thoughts. And we have a lot of agency in choosing our thoughts. All we got to do is pay attention what we're thinking and how these thoughts are related to the emotions that we're creating and thinking about what emotional fuel that you want to use to fuel the actions and inactions you take toward your goals. So that's all I have for you today. Have a beautiful rest of the day. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and share with colleagues. Until next time, create your best work and live your best life. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more about all the things you talked about, check out womenfaculty.com where we take these concepts and apply them. Come join us and do your best work and live your best life.